back to the Doggy Juice Pod, powered by Dimers.com. This is episode number 114, Monday, March 1st, 2021. And that's right, March is here, baby! Last year, March Madness was cut short due to the COVID-19 pandemic, as we all know, our favorite month. But you better believe we're getting the big dance this year. There's just too much money on the line not to have the big dance. And the stage is almost set for the NCAA tournament to tip off in just 18 days' time, just two and a half weeks. And just a quick disclaimer that the opinions expressed on this podcast are always my own and do not reflect the opinions of PlayUp Limited or any of its subsidiaries. But I am pleased to bring all of you some very exciting news starting this week. We have officially launched the PlayUp sports betting platform in the great state of Colorado, becoming the 18th online sports betting operator in the Rocky Mountain State, which actually has more sports betting operators than any other state out there. We're rolling things out slowly, so be on the lookout for more press and more media coverage on PlayUp in the very near future, especially as we prepare to launch our product in new states. But very exciting times are ahead for all of us over at PlayUp, and I'm very excited about being involved with it. It's a dream come true for me. Can't wait to do my part in changing the gaming industry here in America as we know it. These are some very new and exciting times. Some very new and exciting things are happening in the gaming space. And, of course, when it comes to sports betting here in the U.S., the Doggy Juice Pod is always here to keep you up to date on the latest in state-by-state sports betting legalization developments. Yes, yes, sir. Sir. Yes, 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 sir. Quick shout out before I begin to the Tail and Print podcast over at Dimers.com. They've hit some outright winners to start the season, and they bring the value when it comes to golf betting. So be sure to add them, the Tail and Print pod, to your weekly routine. And a special shout out to Dimers.com hitting. A Colin Morikawa 46-1 to futures bet over the weekend. Unfortunately, I was not a part of that. Had no money on that myself. But hopefully some of you listeners were able to cash on that because 46-1 to is beautiful. And I've long said this on the Doggy Juice Pod. To echo the saying of VEASAN's Gil Alexander, golf is the sport most ripe for a, a betting revolution in the sports betting space. And we're already seeing that play out with the PGA partnering with betting companies and betting information being integrated into live broadcasts. It just makes too much sense uh, the way golf is set up. It's the perfect sport to engage live betting. It also gives bettors quick gratification in so many different markets, whether it be hole-by-hole or round-by-round markets or individual matchups, whether those be round-by-round matchups or tournament-long individual matchups. There are so many golf markets out there and more on the way, so Uh, It's something to pay attention to, especially as operators continue to innovate and find creative ways to keep their customers engaged. Uh, Golf betting is the way of the future. I have a quick pod for all of you this week. Things have just been crazy on my end, quite literally working around the clock. And I'll be totally upfront here. My college basketball handicapping has had to take a complete backseat over the past several weeks in favor of my job at PlayUp. There are only so many hours in the day. I haven't been able to keep up with my models and doing my daily process of grading games and adjusting my team and conference power ratings. Sometimes life just gets in the way, and a project like PlayUp makes it totally worth it to me. But fear not, those of you who are looking for help and finding value in the betting boards come tournament time, I will be bringing on knowledgeable guests here over the next few weeks to help bring us all up to speed on college hoops and try to uncover value in the betting markets during 
what is about to be all of our favorite time of the year. And I don't know about you guys, I'm sure I'm speaking for all of you, but I am so pumped for March Madness after missing out on it last year, having to wait two years forward. It really sucked for me personally last year because I did so much prep work for the tournament. I, I released a conference-by-conference conference, uh, tournament preview before the conference tournament started here on the Doggy Juice Pod that I prepped hard for, only to see like none of those games get played because, as we know, conference tournaments were canceled due to COVID-19, and we never never got that March Madness last year that we were craving. Speaking of sports betting legalization developments, though, since I came to you last, we have seen a professional U.S. sports team partner with a Mexican tout service, realize their mistake, and cancel said partnership with said Mexican tout service. That's right. You heard me correctly. Last week, the Vegas Golden Knights inexplicably announced a partnership with Pick Trade, a company based in Guadalajara. It's a wonderful place. I've been to their airport. Um, And they promised you, quote, that you can make a living off of sports, end quote, and other absurdly, absolutely absurd promotional promises. And the craziest thing about this partnership was it was not only allowed by the NHL, but the NHL actually helped announce this partnership. And of course, gambling Twitter went in a a quick frenzy after this all happened, and for good reason. Uh, Nothing raises integrity concerns like a professional U.S. sports team and league by extension openly partnering with a tout service that builds itself on false promises. But not only that, a tout service that would literally be recommending plays on the very games that the team is involved in. How's that for integrity? It makes compliance officers like myself cringe, that's for sure. Now, I've touched on touts here in the past on the Doggy Juice Pod, but with March Madness around the corner, I think this is the perfect time to remind all of you listeners about touting in the sports betting industry and just in general following others' picks and stuff like that because we're seeing a lot more of it out there on Twitter um, as sports betting gets more popular and mainstream here in the U.S. But here's the one thing you need to wrap your head around and come to terms with first. No matter what anyone tells you when it comes to laying the standard minus 110 VIG, hitting 55% is the gold standard for professional bettors. But hitting 55% over a long period of time is nearly impossible. It sucks to say that, but it's true. So right off the bat, if you're hearing someone tout and claim that they're hitting 60% or 70% of their bets or some bullshit like that, first of all, you just know it's short-term that they're talking about. But if they're claiming that, you should immediately, without taking a second longer to consider, dismiss them entirely because they are feeding you complete and utter bullshit. Over any meaningful long-term sample, hitting at a clip above 60%, betting at minus 110, is simply something that nobody can do. Even Billy Walters, the greatest sports better of all time, even Billy Walter himself claims to have hit at a 57% clip, and who knows how truthful he's even being about that. So with that in mind, you need to remember that if you're going to pay someone for picks, you have to add that cost to your VIG. So a Mexican tout site like you pick trade. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights were temporarily partnered with last week. Uh, when they charge you something like $90 per month uh, per sport for their picks, I think that's what their price was. If your unit size is $10, that means you have to be up nine units over the course of that month just to break even paying for that service. And let me tell you, I will gladly quit right now if I can guarantee nine units of profit per month for the rest of my life because that ain't happening on a long-term basis either, my friends. 
So that's something you have to keep in mind too, the cost of paying for these picks, adding it to your VIG. But the other thing you need to keep in mind with these tout services is, or anybody trying to offer you picks, is if they're trying to come to you for your money, why are they doing that? Shouldn't they be focusing on getting down on their own plays while they can? If they're giving you a game at a certain price, why is the market still at that price? And trust me, if they're good enough, they would be moving the market. They wouldn't be telling you about the game at a certain price. So those are just some basics that you have to keep in mind uh, when you're navigating this, this snake oil salesman infested waters. And that's kind of the thing you, you got to keep in mind when it comes to touts in general. Remember, as legendary Vegas odds maker Jimmy Vaccaro likes to say, and what has become an unofficial motto here on the Doggy Juice Pod, Joe's bet teams and pros bet numbers. So if you hear some tout or some guy on Twitter claiming that you got to bet the Nets tonight or you got to hammer the over in the Bruins game, you always have to be asking yourself, at what price? Because price is all that matters. There's a price where I'm going to bet on either side of any game, and there's no exceptions to that. So that's the thing you always have to be asking yourself. And, of course, that's the challenge, finding out what price has value. That's why this thing's not easy. But any guy out there who claims, hammer Team X, or, you know, and doesn't give you a price, should be an immediate sign to head the, to the door and say, no thanks to that guy. Like I said, there are a lot of snake oil salesmen out there, and with sports betting gaining popularity and creeping up even further in the national conversation, there's going to be more of them coming out of the woodwork. So just know that winning in this game and overcoming the VIG is very difficult. That's why only one or two in a thousand can win at this, at this thing in the long run. And remember that you have to hit 52.38% at minus 110 just to break even in the long run. And in the end, that's what, ended up, that's what ends up beating uh, and burning most batters because most are 50% coin flippers. And even some of the good ones out there that hit 51% or even 52%, they're not going to win in the long run. It just sucks, but that's why it's so difficult to win in this game. You always have to keep that in the back of your mind. Pick your spots, uncover your edges, keep your bankroll in check, and control what you can. And paying someone for picks is just going to put you in a bigger hole. So March is here, and where do we stand? Well, college basketball-wise, Gonzaga and Baylor have been perched at the top of Ken Palm in the AP Top 25 for pretty much the whole damn season. But man, is it fun to see my Iowa Hawkeyes and the Fighting Illini up there as well, with the Illini sitting number four and my alma mater, Iowa, at number five in the AP poll as I record this on Monday evening. It's nice seeing all of the Big Ten love on Ken Palm's rankings. There's six Big Ten teams sitting in Ken Palm's top 14 as I record this. If you're looking for a solid set of ratings outside of Ken Palm, I've brought this up in multiple podcasts in the past, but uh, Bart Torvik, often re- referred to as the poor man's Ken Palm, he's also a fellow Chicago area attorney, which is something him and I have in common. His ratings are very good, Bart Torvik. And Eric Haslam's as well, Haslametrics, very much worth adding uh, to your process and, and referencing on a daily basis if you're looking to bet college hoops on a daily basis. And if you're looking to create your own college hoops models, in previous Doggy Juice Pod episodes, I've dished out uh, some of the best data and information that you should seek out to put into those. So listen back to my previous pods. Uh, I know there's one on college basketball totals uh, where I, I've always said that the one betting market that I could choose to take with me, if I had, if I could choose one market to take with me, on a deserted island, if I can only take one, it would be college basketball totals, especially in smaller conferences where the edges are even stronger. But just some data that I find the most useful real quick 
points per 100 possessions is the equivalent of yards per play in football handicapping. It's the single most important metric that I think you can use for your models. Uh, For totals, I also take a hard look at adjusted tempo, percentage of shots taken from three, percentage of shots taken from two in my work. But even if you don't have time to make a model or if you don't want to put in all that work, um, I'm about to give you a way of thinking about totals using some simple math and it's an, it's an example that I used in an old podcast that will help you at least set a baseline on how to think about this. So for the example, I'm going to use the NBA because it's a little bit easier. And a lot of people often see a number and they immediately react to it without diving in further. And this is going to be an example here. A lot of guys will look at a matchup. They'll look at each team's average number of points that are scored in, in games that they play in. You know, So combine the, the two totals of the two teams in that game. And they'll look at that average and they'll add the two together for the game they're looking at, uh, the totals in the games, average total in the games of of each of the two teams uh, when they're about to play one another. But that's a huge mistake. So here's a basis to start thinking about betting totals differently with an example. So using a team's average game scoring total to arrive at a better and more indicative total number, you first look at Team A's average game scoring total and multiply that by Team B's average game scoring total, and then divide that by the league average. And so the NBA is easier for this because there's obviously a lot fewer teams. It's a more accurate league average, um, whereas you know in college basketball there's a lot more teams. It's a lot more nuanced. You know you, you gotta wonder if you want to do it with comparable teams or teams in, in the given conference. And that's kind of why just another example of why college basketball markets are a lot softer. Uh, than NBA markets. But for simplicity, let's use the NBA. Let's say you multiply Team A's average scoring total by Team B's average scoring total, and you divide by the league average. So let's use the NBA. Uh, Team A, let's say, averages 229 total points scored in their games. And Team B, let's just for simplicity say that there's 229 total points scored on average in their games. So your natural reaction is to think, oh, yeah, that's easy. Then both teams average 229 points scored. So obviously this one, um, when Team A plays Team B, shouldn't the total be 229? Unfortunately, it's not that easy. So let's say the NBA average points scored is 221 points per game. And using the formula I just gave you, you multiply 229 by 229 and divide that by 221, which is the league average. And what's the number you get? Not 229, but 237. So 237 is a more accurate pregame total with those two teams uh, than the 229 that the average Joe might be inclined to think in that scenario. Contrast that with with two lower scoring teams uh, when they're playing each other. Let's say they average 215 combined points per game each team, just to keep it simple. Uh, when they're playing each other, you multiply 215 by 215, divide by 211, um, or sorry, 221, and you arrive at the lower 209 projected win total in that matchup. That's a simple example, but hopefully it gets your mind in the right place as you continue to handicap college basketball games ahead of our favorite time of the year, baby. And if you're looking to make a bet on any given night and want to find out where the value side is for free, then look no further than the quick pick section over at dimers.com where the Dimers bot runs tens of thousands of simulations and uncovers edges in the various markets. There's also links to sign up at sports books across the country. So whatever you need, uh, whatever information you need when you're looking to place a bet and where to go make that bet at a legal book here in the U.S., as long as you're in a jurisdiction that offers legal sports betting, of course, then look no further than Dimers.com. Double water! 
All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Doggy Juice Podcast. As always, follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Doggy Juice. And if you enjoyed listening to this, then please rate the Doggy Juice Podcast on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It doesn't take long at all. really helps get the pod out to more people who can benefit from it, especially people out there who are interested in learning more about the latest on state-by-state sports betting legalization and how to become a better sports better. Anything that helps spread the word and spread the love, you know I'll appreciate it. And just a reminder that we're looking at a new Doggy Juice Pod schedule moving forward with more with new episodes coming out early in the week like this one. And I'm looking to make a lot of the episodes more evergreen and more macro-level sports betting content that people can go back to listen to and find value in uh, later points in time. But with March Madness upon us, that is going to be the focus here for the next few weeks, and I have some good guests lined up to help all of you spot value on the betting boards and pad our pockets when it comes to dancing time for the first time in two years. I know you're all pumped. I am too. All right, everyone. Good luck on your action this week, and I will talk to you all again soon. Doggy juice.